Welcome to another episode of the Credit Repair Hangout. I am your host, Eric Hicks of VIP Score Boosters Credit Repair. And check it. If you are trying to fix your credit to buy a car this year, if you're trying to fix your credit to buy a house this year, if you're just trying to fix your credit to level up, you are in the right place. You are in the right place, I promise. You did not find this podcast by mistake. You are supposed to be here. And today we're going to give you the things you need to be able to succeed. So episode three, this episode is going to be all about how you can fix your credit fast. We're talking about the least amount of time. We're talking about doing this thing and getting it done quick. Stay tuned. We got a great episode. Come in, hang out with us. Let's get it. All right. Welcome in. Welcome to episode number three. I am so glad y'all are joining me today. I really love today's episode because we are here for the, the Sonic Hedgehogs of the world, for the, the Usain Bolts of the, the credit world. We're here for the people that you're trying to do this thing fast. You don't have a lot of time. You, you know, don't have a lot of patience, but at you, disclaimer, you got to have a little bit of patience. You just trying to get this thing going because you've been living too long with bad credit. You've been living too long with hearing the words you're denied and you're fed up and you're ready to get to it. So with that being said, this episode, the official title is the three steps that it's going to take to repair your credit in the least amount of time. So let's get into step number one. And this is going to seem like an obvious step, but it's not as obvious as a you know, we, we really need it to be. And that step one is no procrastination. What is procrastination? Procrastination is when you are putting something off that you know that you need to be doing because you think you can start it next week, next month, next year, whatever the case may be, whatever your excuse is, you got to put it off. We're getting close to the end of the year now. We're in December. A lot of people are saying things like, well, I'm going to repair my credit, but that's going to be my New Year's resolution. New Year, new me. In 2023, I'm going to have great credit. Okay, why don't you start right now? Why are we waiting three weeks to start that? By the time the new year rolls around, you could have already been maybe 50 points further along, 100 points further along. We got to stop putting off things that we need to be doing right now for another day. Some of the reasons people do that is sometimes they're just lazy. Let's let's be honest, but you got to your goals that you want in life have to overcome your laziness. Sometimes we get demotivated because we feel like the finish line is so much further away than it really is. And to illustrate that, I'm going to go ahead and tell you about a few of my clients that have made incredible score jumps in just a single month. I have one of my clients, she went from a 494 to a 580 in just one month. One month, she literally took her score a whole nother digit and almost into another digit almost a 100-point increase in just a month. What if she would have been telling herself, oh, well, I'm going to start this at the beginning of the year, you know, she wouldn't be where she is right now. Had another client. He's taking his from a 620 to a 723. He did this in three months. So I say that to say we have been living with bad credit for sometimes years, some people 
five years, some people 10 years, some people 30 years. Like, so the finish line being only three, four, five, maybe six months away, that's way shorter than how long we've been living with bad credit. So you got to get on it. You can't let procrastination sink in. You know when you're procrastinating, you got to just eliminate all the excuses and you got to get to it. Another thing, don't get into analysis paralysis. Analysis paralysis. Like, what is that? That's when you are ready to do something. You're like, all right, well, let me do this. But then you start trying to do everything perfect. You start researching the credit laws. You start looking at all these videos on YouTube of this person and that person that are talking about credit repair and things and how you can do this secret letter or this secret method. And before you know it, you spent weeks and weeks and weeks just studying the process and you ain't did a single thing. Don't get into that. I mean, that is uh, that is something that I see happen so much because you can almost literally analyze yourself into not even doing anything. Like you can literally, that could have been worse for your journey. So <laughs> the best thing to do is, no, you don't have to be perfect, but you got to get started. You got to do something. You got to go ahead and, and type that dispute letter up. Go ahead and put it in the mailbox. See what happens. Do a little bit of research. Do 30 minutes of research on how to put together a dispute letter and then go ahead and, and send that out. There's no reason for you to be spending days and weeks just studying what you need to do. You're going to learn as you go with this as well. And I have great resources. Uh, I'll, as always, I'll put the link in the show notes so that y'all can get a, uh, a free guide. I put together a guide for first-time homebuyers to where they have every single step that they need to do to be able to improve their credit, to be able to purchase a home. And inside that guide is a free dispute letter. So just take this letter, literally switch out the information, put your name in there, put your account information in there, and mail it off. Like Don't procrastinate. Get it done. So that is step one of repairing your credit fast. You got to move fast. Let's go ahead and get it going. And all right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to be right back with step number two. All right, let's get into step number two. And this step is all about your dispute strategy and how we can speed that up. So step number two, we are talking about attacking the negative accounts on your credit report from multiple angles. So a lot of times when people are disputing items on their credit report, they have a, a really kind of basic strategy. They're, they're, they're just, they got a letter and they're sending it to the credit bureau and that's it. And that's probably the slowest way to do it. So <laughs> I'm going to, teach y'all a few things today to help speed up that process and um, help kind of with a lot of the the main stall tactics the the credit bureaus like to do as well and when they start when they stall and they do it successfully all that does is slow you down so we're going to try to get away from that so 
whenever you are sending a letter to the credit bureaus, a lot of times you're going to send a letter to dispute something. It's going to be 30 days that have gone by and you're going to hear crickets. I mean, they, they are no response. Like they didn't update the accounts are being disputed on your credit report. I mean, you got nothing. It's almost like you didn't do anything. And you might call the credit bureaus and they might say something like, oh, well, we didn't receive your letter. And now you're like, well, dang, I just wasted a bunch of my time. So here's how you can prevent that and make this thing go faster. Whenever you're sending your dispute letter to the credit bureau, you can send two copies of the dispute letter the same, the same one, send two copies to them and also fax a copy of the letter as well. All the credit bureaus have fax numbers. So let me ask you this. If, <laughs> if you send them two copies of the same letter and then you also fax them a copy of that same letter and then they tell you that they haven't received it. All right, come on now. <laughs> like at that point, you know they're playing with you. So now we're finna go ahead and file a complaint. But just doing that one minor tweak is gonna make your dispute strategy go a whole lot faster because now you're sending them the letter in multiple ways. All right, somebody, somebody's gonna get it. Somebody's gotta get it. So, and to piggyback off of that, another way you can increase the speed of uh of the disputing of items is you can choose to send your letter to the credit bureau but also send a dispute letter to the actual company that's reporting the information and just to pause here the purpose of disputing with the credit bureaus is for them to reach out to the company to get them to verify the information then if they can't then the item gets deleted but a way to make this go faster is to go with a, a, a double, you know, jab approach where you're going directly to the credit bureau and you're also going directly to the source of who's reporting the information as well. So you're eliminating, you know, the 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 fact that someone might not get the letter like you're sending it to multiple people. All right, one of y'all got my letter. So y'all figure this out and get this get, get this off my credit report. So, and this works great with collection accounts. I love this strategy for collection accounts because if you just send a letter to the credit bureaus to try to dispute a collection account, you're missing out on a whole nother opportunity to, to send a debt validation letter to the collection company and get it deleted that way. My results of, you know, I've been in business about three years with my credit repair business. And when I started doing this double approach, disputing the account with the credit bureau, as well as disputing it with the collection company as well, man, my results went through the roof. Things went a whole lot faster. And that's what I'm sharing with y'all today. You gotta take that two-step approach. That's what's, uh, that's gonna really make the difference when it comes to that. And then also another angle that you can use on these accounts, of course, when you're, disputing something you're finding inaccuracies with it you're putting that burden on the the credit bureaus and on the companies to figure that out or to delete the account from your credit report another method that you can use is especially if you have accounts that just have a few late payments you can use a goodwill method where you're sending a nice letter to the actual company that 
you were late with a couple of times and you're just asking them nicely, hey, I've been a customer with yours for however many years. I have a, a car loan with you. I fell on hard times and I was late, you know, one time or two times. And I want to be able to, you know, help this relationship, make it better. I appreciate everything your 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 bank or your company has done for me. Would you consider removing these late payments from whatever dates they are? That's another thing you can do to be able to get accounts removed because you'll be surprised how many times just being nice and asking nicely with these companies that they will go ahead and remove the late payments from your credit report. So don't think you just have to dispute and it's kind of like a war with the credit bureaus and with the company. Sometimes you can use a little bit of finesse, you know, a little bit of uh, just being nice, just being a good person and just asking nicely. And you can do that in letter form, but also you can do that in email form. So you can find the email of the CEO of the company. And that is uh, that website is CEOemail.com, CEOemail.com. And you'll be able to find the CEO's email. And the same thing you would have put in that letter, you can go ahead and put in an email and ask them to remove it that way. So. So that's another thing. So as you can see, we're really coming at these accounts from different angles because the first thing you might do might not work. So you got to pivot. You got to try something else. So let's go ahead and think about that all at once. Figure out all the different ways we're going to dispute or ask for forgiveness on these accounts. And let's do it. Let's go ahead with everything we got and let's uh, let's make sure we're getting this thing done as fast as we possibly can. And before we get into step number three, I got one more bonus way that you can be able to dispute these accounts from a, a multi, another angle and be able to really speed up the uh, credit repair process. And that's going to be calling the credit bureaus to dispute accounts. A lot of people don't know that you can just call the credit bureaus and you can dispute a lot of these accounts right over the phone. When you do that, you cut down on the time that it takes to mail a dispute letter. It might take anywhere from two, three days up to a week, just depending. So you're cutting down that time and you're getting somebody on the phone in a matter of minutes. So when you do that, you're, you're definitely making the... Uh, you know, things go faster for you. So with that being said, things like inquiries, I mean, inquiries are a great thing to dispute right over the phone. You can call them, get to the right department. What that sounds like is, hey, you know, Mr. Mrs. Equifax rep, I see these unauthorized inquiries that are on my credit report. You read them off and you say, hey, yeah, delete these. These weren't authorized. And before you know it, I've seen this happen as, as early as the next day, you might see these accounts get deleted. Well, these inquiries get deleted from your credit report. You can dispute accounts as well. So charge-offs, collections. If you can point out an inaccuracy on there, you can call and go ahead and uh, get the ball rolling over the phone. There is something to be said about mailing a letter, though. I mean, when you mail a letter, you got a paper trail, you got ammo that you can use later. But this phone method is just another way that you can speed the process up, get results faster. And it's just something else you want to have in your toolbox. So that wraps up that. 
Now we're going to get into step number three, which is about playing the statement game. Playing the statement game. And what statement I'm talking about is your credit card statements. A big portion of your credit score, literally 165 points of it, is making sure you have low utilization on your credit cards. People's biggest challenge sometimes is they just don't have the money to spare to be able to pay their credit cards down. So if you understand that, okay, I don't have to pay this credit card down and not be able to use it ever again and be without this money, you have to be perfect on your statement date. The statement date of your credit card is the day that the information gets sent to the credit bureaus for them to report what your credit score is going to be. So, for example, let's say you have a $500 credit card. And let's say your due date is the 16th of the month. But then let's say your statement date is the 19th of the month. If you got a $500 limit and your balance is, let's say, $400, on that due date, let's say you go ahead and pay $350 towards your balance, leaving just a $50 balance. Then let's say you wait three days until the 19th and let your statement date well, let your statement run on that day to where it's showing that you only have a $50 balance out of that $500 credit limit. The next day after that statement prints, you can start back using your credit card and everything is cool. I mean, you can you can run it back up. You can max it out. Wouldn't recommend that. You can do whatever you want to do with it. That way you weren't out of that money and then... The credit bureaus will never know. All they know is what's on that statement that gets sent to them. So if you're somebody that you're putting off paying your credit card because you can't be without this money, you know, you're thinking you're losing it, shift your mindset and know that you're not losing the money. You're really just shifting it around to a different card from your debit card to your credit card for just a few days so that you can look good on your credit report. That's the way to speed that part up. And, and I talk to a lot of people, and a lot of people have no idea that that's the way that works. So to recap it, your due date is the day that they want you to pay your bill, but the statement date, the statement date, go back in your email, see when your statements have been printing, that's the day they send the information to the credit bureaus. So that's the day that you need to be perfect. So... A lot of people or a lot of credit card companies, usually it's a few days after the due date. You need to find out which day yours is. And if you can't find out from either it being mailed to you or finding the date in your email, call your credit card company. Figure out what date that is because that is how you can make a fast impact on your credit score is by paying that down and letting the statement report. Bonus way. <laughs> You can do this with your bank statements as well. Bank statement, the activity is a little more visible. So, you know, be kind of careful with just being sloppy throughout the whole month and thinking that you can be perfect on one day. With the bank statement, it, it's a little bit different. You know, a bank statement is still going to show if you've been overdrafting all month and things like that. But the important day is still the statement date because that's going to pull what your balance is on that day. 
And it's going to show how much money you're having left over at the end of each month. So if you can make that day look really good by putting a bunch of money in there, letting the statement date run, and then if you need to take it back out the next day, you know, whatever, you know, or if you just need to spend a lot of that money, you know, whatever, just try to make it to where you have a really good balance on that day that your statement runs. Because a lot of these automatic you know, methods of approving people these days and, you know, scanning statements and this and that, you know, you just want things to look really good on paper because a lot of times that is all that matters. So no credit card statements. I mean, that that is how you directly affect your credit score. And then bank statements, a lot of times you might run into a, 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 a well, actually, I'm a whole lot of times these days, especially if you're trying to get some serious money, like to buy a house or to get a business loan, they're going to want to see how you're managing your money. So they're going to want to see a few months of statement. So get into the habit of making sure on that statement date, you have a healthy amount of money in there. So that's it for uh, step number three. And that's also it for, for this episode. So I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all are getting something out of this and if you are i need you to do something for me i need you to rate me i need you to rate this uh this episode rate the podcast give us a give us a good review because that's how more people are going to find the show that's how we're going to be able to help more people we're still a new podcast with three episodes in we're going to hit you with something every week to help you be able to level up your life and all i ask is hey just tell us how we did tell us how you're enjoying the episode and if you got ideas of uh, what you would like to, to see moving forward, you can put it in a review. That would be my favorite way for you to do it. Or you can also email me. I'll put my email in the show notes. That way y'all can reach out as well if you got some topics that you would want to hear. But until next time, I appreciate you tuning in. And, uh, hey, no procrastination. Let's get it done. See you.